0: It's He ran the miss, he'll go back! He
1: ran it back a hundred and a thousand! High fly ball into right field, hey, oh, she is gone! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier!
0: Puts up the three. Long go. Rebound. Box. Back out to Allen. History point. Of bang. Tie game with five seconds remaining. And welcome back, everybody, to TVJ Sports Talk, live from our Western New York studios. here on a beautiful April 1st, 2020, alongside Bobby Atlas and Julian Andriola. back to our original crew here. Uh, We welcome you and thank you for spending part of your day with us. Let's get right into it to the newest sports news. First of news, a little bit of a shock in the sports world. Tom Brady's signing has fell through and uh, he has now announced uh, retirement. I'm not sure if uh, Giselle had something to do with that, but um, I guess he wants to spend more time with his kids and uh, he will be retiring.
2: Next news, we have Odo Beckham Jr. has been traded to the LA Rams Details haven't been released, but uh, it's official that OBJ is taking us down to LA. Schefter, right? Yeah, yeah, that was Schefter. Uh,
1: next up, we have the Bills are signing Cam Newton to a one-year deal. Uh, obviously, uh, Allen having some really big problems last year, not doing very, not very successful at all. Uh, so we're gonna bring in Cam Newton to uh, to compete for that starting job. Next to news, the
0: Browns have fired uh, Kevin Stefanski after a disagreement with the GM, and uh, not surprising at all that the Browns have run out another head coach. Total Browns move. Total Browns move. Next up, this is
2: surprising. I like this, though. The MLB says they will continue the season, but as an MLB the show tournament. I think that they're going to have, like, little um, representatives from each team, like, maybe, like, Two or three players, mm-hmm. probably their best MLB players, and they'll just play out the season like that. Play the show
0: yeah. all season long. So. And I think really the Watch
2: NBA it. is doing something like that on Friday. They're having a order. they're testing it out. I don't know if they're gonna te- do oh, it the MLB's season at all for real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not not even a test, but yeah. I mean, maybe the ML- maybe the NBA will try that out. So now I heard this.
0: This is a little rumor I heard that actually, if you want to, you know, because everyone knew the Astros are gonna get plunked this year. I heard that instead, what you're gonna do if you want to hit Jose Altuve or any of the Astros. You actually go to a field, and you have your hardest throwers so like the Yankees that have Chapman, and you actually have him throw at Altuve. I don't mind that as that's, hard as, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So and and Altuve can't move. So oh, that's, okay. That's the best part. So um, next to news, um, April Fool's Day, everybody. So that was all <laughs> uh, all fake. If we got one person, then we're happy. But hopefully, when you heard that, you hopefully you ran to Twitter and was like, "Oh my God!"
1: But I doubt we got any. I think after that first one. That for, when you first when I first came in and you told me that one at first you know like it got me a little bit but you know. any of
0: you guys see anything on social media that you fell
1: for this morning anything there was definitely one Julian you can you can yeah. take it I
2: right when I woke up the first thing on my Instagram feed was that Ben Simmons was having more lower back issues and he was getting surgery on his nerves and his back and I mm-hmm. felt for that for a solid five seconds and I was like oh man and then there's one that Bobby and I fell for Bobby could take that um.
1: Away. This morning I saw on one of my favorite pages uh, that I follow, Elite College Football, uh, which is like just highlighting a lot of stuff, especially during the offseason, like recruiting news and stuff like that. They had a pretty funny post about uh, uh, the new NCAA football game that's going to be coming out this summer and how developers have been working on it for years now since the last one that came out in 2013. And then at the bottom of the caption I saw, until you realize what day it is, and my entire afternoon was ruined because <laughs> that would be all I would be looking forward to during this quarantine. Yeah, so that really made me mad. That made me upset. <clears> that would me. So That'd be the game of the not year. That's a funny one because
0: then you're really looking forward oh, to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, like, I saw it as soon as I pulled into your driveway. I was like, there is no way that this is happening right now. And then I read the whole thing and I was like, you got to be kidding me.
0: Bobby got – well, he didn't get that He he thankfully – I guess you could say he wore me last night. We were – the three of us were up uh, playing Madden at like two in the morning last night. Um, usually we prepare for shows, but now we were playing Madden. What was that Superstar KO or something? Yeah, yeah we had fun with How'd that. Highly recommend. I actually had a good time doing that. This what episode was, uh, is actually
2: sponsored by Madden Superstar <laughs> KO.
0: <laughs> that was fun, but we were and Bobby goes, "Oh my God, no way! I just saw this on Twitter. Would you say
1: the Bills like traded traded Trey White, Trey White for I'm, picks to Miami or something? Yeah, something, like it something that. stupid. I'm like,
0: yeah, that's not true. But then it got me thinking. Oh yeah, I can't believe anything I see. Uh-huh. So, um. But anyway, let's um, let's go on to our first topic here. Um, obviously, the COVID-19 uh, virus is uh, is still um, among us, and um, hopefully, all you guys are taking uh, the right precautions. Uh, social distancing. I know we're six feet away um, here in the studio, but um, so we're here um, practicing our social distancing. Last uh, last episode, we had Andrew Martin on uh, via phone, so we could uh, you know continue the show as best we could. Um, but the question is whether it's NBA, um, NFL. What teams will the COVID nineteen virus affect the most? Whether that's positive or negative, I don't think you can say really a baseball team will be affected one way or the other. I actually I do have one. I do have one. I'm gonna say I'll start off with the Houston Astros, and I'll say and I'll and I'll throw it at you like this. They're talking when MLB first comes back, there's not gonna be fans um, in the stadium. And if that's the case, they won't have to hear booze when they come every time to it, because every away game was going to be hell for them. We knew that. So I think that could affect them, because, I mean, I don't know how much, I mean, I know you can say fans or players don't listen to it, but they hear it, they know. So I don't know if maybe it um, if that does affect them or it doesn't. I'm not sure. So, um, Bob, who do you think the COVID-19 is going to uh, going to affect?
1: Um, in a positive or negative way? Hopefully, you know this won't be the case. I mean, obviously, Roger Goodell uh, announced that he's going to keep uh, holding the draft uh, at, towards the end of April. So I know that that won't be too much effect. But um, we were talking about it in our production meeting. Uh, some teams that are meeting over FaceTime aren't going to get, like, a real uh, read on a guy, right? So I feel like if you're not having a face-to-face meeting and it's a virtual thing, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, teams aren't going to get a good read on a guy and they're not going to pick the right guy in the draft. So I feel like that has a huge implication. And obviously, uh, pro days are going to get canceled. So Joe Burrow doesn't even – I mean, obviously, he's the undisputed number one pick this year. But he doesn't have a chance to show off his skills at at a pro day or something like that. Same with, you know – guys who probably didn't uh, participate in the Combine who didn't run the 40. So a lot of missed opportunities, I think, there, especially um, especially for scouts and uh, and GMs. But even the players, too. Like I said, Joe Burrow doesn't even get a chance to throw or do any of his workouts at all. So, uh, you know, you got to feel for some of the players that didn't get to participate at the Combine. But uh, I feel like that that's going to have a little bit of a negative impact uh, on the league.
2: I know one thing about Joe is Joe didn't even want to do his pro day for him. He said that he wanted to throw a pro day to show the NFL teams his other teammates. He, Joe's a real team guy, loved in that locker room, and he just wants his uh, teammates to have a chance to get drafted, hopefully. And another thing I wanted to touch on about um, what Bobby said about the draft and, like, people being over FaceTime, what I think is it could possibly uh, turn out to be better drafting by teams because – I saw by a lot of, NFL, like, one NFL executive said that sometimes teams can bring in a guy that has, like, historically, like, problems, like, whether that's off the field, maybe on the field there, being a little diva or whatever, and if that guy could just come in and put on his happy face for an hour, teams would be convinced and dra- want to draft him, and then maybe that ends out bad.
1: Now, I haven't really heard of many divas, really, that are, like, first-round prospects. Like I, like, I really haven't seen many guys, like i'm immediately thinking of the lsu team like that team was so impressive i mean that's one of the best college football teams i've seen in my life uh headed by um joe burrow a quarterback but those guys were all in like you could see it after the game in the locker room like they were all so relieved that they finally just all bought in and they all went and won that natty um but yeah like i was saying there's no real divas that i've seen uh in the first round not like you know, right away I, I can't really think of anybody, but, you know, that's, that's another good point. Like, they can put on, like, uh, a happy face and, and go into their meeting with uh, with high expectations that they're going to, you know, get drafted uh, high in the first round if they have a good meeting.
0: A team that, a few teams that I've kind of thought about, which in a lot of... Uh... Pages, you know, uh, a lot of shows on ESPN, Fox, they've all been saying this, and, uh, and I do agree with it. It's um, NFL teams that have new head coaches, uh, the Browns, the Giants, the Panthers, the Cowboys. Um, is there another one I'm forgetting?
1: Let's. Well, someone else get a new Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I mean everyone in the NFC East. Except for the Eagles. Except for the Eagles, right. right. Oh, the Redskins.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but um, anyway, those teams I feel like could have a little bit of trouble because I, I don't expect OTAs to happen. I, I would probably expect a shortened season. Um, I think the only thing that could change that is maybe if the COVID-19 virus is a seasonal thing and maybe it goes away when the weather gets warm, but other tests are saying that that's really not the case. So who really knows with that? We're all, Everyone is guessing at this point. So with the, a team like the Browns or the, the Giants or, or the Cowboys... I mean, they're going to have a new playbook, and they want to have OTAs to, to try it out. Now, obviously, there's a way, you know, you can send the playbook and all this other stuff, but, I mean, nothing replaces it like actually doing it in practice. Like, Bobby, you were our quarterback for football. Imagine not having that preseason. having like, let's say you had a new playbook this year, and you couldn't practice it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that wouldn't, I, I don't, I, can't, I have to imagine that would have an effect, right? Right.
1: Um, one, one instance that I'm thinking of, I, I saw an interview with uh, Jay Gruden, who's the new play caller in Jacksonville, and... Uh, one problem that he ran into was uh, before the season even starts, he can't talk to Gardner Minshew at all. So they can't talk football. And uh, they're both pretty smart football guys, And but they can't talk anything. Like they can't, um, you know, Jay can't give him a play. I mean, maybe he could like email him a playbook, but like they're not allowed to meet up and talk about Can st- they face-time stuff like that. Them? Yeah, they could. I mean, after, after the NFL season officially started, they right. could. But like before free agency tampering, they're not allowed to talk. Like they're is not right? Allowed to, yeah, they're not allowed to meet and they're not allowed to discuss anything football-related.
2: Nothing I want to touch on that, just relating to myself, that some of these players might be learners where they learn a system by doing it. Mm-hmm. And obviously a lot of this stuff is going to be over the internet if you can't have contact with each other. So maybe that hinders a lot of guys, especially like rookies coming in. Maybe they don't learn like that. Maybe they learn like actually doing stuff. Like I know that I learn from doing stuff you can't just give me a playbook and I'll read it and I'll get it. I need to, like, actually go out and do it to get it.
1: And that's a good point. Like, immediately when you say that, I think of the Browns, especially with their new head coach and a pretty dysfunctional squad due to management and, you know, the higher-ups and stuff like that. Like, it's it's just not a good franchise. I feel like the difficulty with that is going to be getting Baker and – OBJ and uh, Landry all on the same page. And Stefanski. Yeah, and Stefanski all before the season starts, and I feel like you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna see a lot of difficulty with that,
0: especially if we see a shortened preseason. Oh yeah, if it's two games or maybe even one game, who knows? But I bet you they'll do maybe a lot of um, like what the Bills did with the Panthers last year, like have a joint. Uh, Practice. I liked. Uh, I liked when the Bills did that a lot. I could see the NFL going towards that, like just do a, te- a different team each year, and and that could hopefully eliminate a preseason game because nobody likes preseason. Games. Well,
1: the thing that is sort of good about this is that it's not just isolating like one team. Like I know that there's a little bit more highlight on teams with new coaching staffs. But this is happening to every team. So every team that wants to tighten something up can't. Right. So, like you said, if they cancel OTAs, there's going to be a lot of uh, discrepancy in offenses and maybe even, like, team-building stuff. So new guys like Stefan Diggs won't get acclimated to their new teammates, and they, he won't be able to throw a Josh Allen due to the social distancing.
2: Yeah, I was just going to touch on that, too. I feel like teams that have added a lot of new faces are probably going to struggle the most with this. At because, least early. Yeah, at least early. I feel like... The teams are solidified let's say like the Chiefs and all that I feel like they'll be fine because it's pretty much the same guys in there mm-hmm. they all like the same guys higher up so they all know what they have to do they've been doing it for they did it all last year so it'll be easy for them but it'll take all those other teams with new guys a couple of couple weeks to get into their groove
0: I hope the Bills can be okay you know they have I mean they have stability they have you know Dable coming back sorry Bobby I know you're not a Dable guy uh, Leslie Frazier coming back you know McDermott you know all the same guys coming back except for a few new faces on defense not a lot of stars, but is it? It's probably true to say that an offensive playbook
1: is a lot harder to pick up than a defensive scheme, right?
0: Yeah, and not saying it's easier. Not saying no, book, no, no, right. No, no.
1: right. But I feel like it's a little because there's a lot more concepts and schemes right. that you gotta. It's harder gotta for Digs to pick up than maybe like a Quentin Jefferson. or Exactly. A Mario yeah, Lasson. because those guys on the D line, like they really just gotta know uh, what their linebackers are gonna tell them and like right. what stunts they gotta run. And that's I'm not gonna say it's easy to pick up, but it's easier than an offensive playbook where you have to know formation and concept and blocking for the offensive line. Right.
2: I feel like defense is more playing off of instinct. Yeah. Than playing off of a playbook. Like when you're a receiver or something like that, you the route that you're told, or like you have a couple of improvisations, but mm-hmm. it's mostly just like you're just doing what the playbook tells you. Where on defense, you're playing as instinct.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. So another team that's probably going to have an effect, and um, most likely a positive one, is um, let's go to the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets, with um, you know KD and Kyrie. Um, they were both heard before all this happened and then obviously the season um, was paused and now they're saying whenever the season comes back who knows when that's going to be there's rumors about them playing in Vegas and this and that and whatever i'm not really sure what's going to happen but if they come back together and what are what are the Brooklyn Nets right now in the NBA standings Again, they're in
2: the they're the 7th seed in the they're east seven. so they would be matched up with Toronto if so let's say that oh they lost the let's say that the NBA started up today and they just went straight to the playoffs Mm-hmm. then the Nets would be matched up with uh, Toronto. So I mean, that's that's definitely an interesting team to look at. You got KD, he was out with an Achilles in the in the NBA Finals last year around June. And that's a that's a tricky injury to get a timetable with. You got players like Rudy Gay. He only took like 9 months to get back from it and you have players like Kobe who never came back from it that kind of ruined his career. But um yeah, that's an interesting injury. If KD can come back from that, and if you get Kyrie back from a shoulder, he's been out since February. That's so that's a little bit more tricky. But even if you get KD back, you have a solid supporting cast with the Brooklyn Nets. You got players like Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan, the post. Those are two good defensive players. You got Joe Harris as a shooter. Uh, you got Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a baller. Karis LeVert, even they they have a great supporting cast. So it'd be interesting to see if they can make some noise in the playoffs. I'd I don't know if they'll beat Toronto just because I think Toronto is a lot deeper than the Nets, but I don't know, it'd be interesting. You can never count out KD who I believe is the best player in the NBA right now. They're
1: definitely uh, I think uh Toronto is a more well-rounded team and KD who hasn't played with any of these guys all year. Like not to say that, you know, they're going to have a lot of difficulty with it, but I feel like you have a flow going with, you know, that certain group of guys that may be coming off the bench and now they're starting, now that Kyrie's out, and I feel like it, once you put a superstar into the mix, I don't want to say it's more difficult because he's the best he's the best player in the world when he's healthy, but I feel like it's difficult to get into a flow and I feel like it's going to be difficult to win a seven-game series, especially coming off of a really terrible injury like, in a, like a torn Achilles. Um, a couple other teams that I think will benefit from this are, um, like, the Sixers, too, like, uh, Embiid and Simmons are like seem like every other week they're gonna get an injury, and I feel like this you know little rest period is gonna get them fully back to health, and I feel like uh, a team like that can make another push too. I mean, the East is really contested this year. Uh, obviously, the Bucks are killing it, but you know you got teams like the Raptors who are strong, Sixers are strong, and then the Nets if they get Kyrie and KD both back, it's gonna be a really interesting uh, Eastern Conference playoffs.
2: And I'd really love to see the Sixers get back into. Obviously, I'm a Sixers fan, and what I'm going to say is basketball is a game of grooves. Whatever team, like, every team's going to be coming back on a clean slate if there's a season. So whatever team can get into that groove, that's who you got to pick. Like, say, like, the East is wide open right now just because everybody's starting on a clean slate and everybody has loaded rosters. Like, you just got to see who gets in that groove early and then that's probably who's going to run, run away with it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind of the point that I was trying to bring up with the Nats is, like, if you bring in guys like KD and then you bring Kyrie back, it's going to be tough to get into that groove, and I feel like you're not going to be very successful with a guy who is kind of foreign to that team.
2: And you said that KD being the best player, that would make it uh, less, like, maybe an easier acclimation. I think it actually makes it harder. Yeah. Because when you have two superstars like that, especially, like, ball-dominant superstars, that's even tougher. Yeah. Because those guys want to go get their buckets, but they're gonna to have to learn how to play with each other. Maybe let maybe this is KD's night. Maybe this is Kyrie's night. They just gotta learn how to play like that, and they don't know.
1: hmm Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Um, what about teams like? Let's let's go to the Western Conference. I'm looking at the standings right now. Like the the Trailblazers and the Pelicans. Let's say they they do like you said, Julian. They go right back to. Um, They just go right to the playoffs. They don't even finish the regular season. How many games would have been left? Like 10, 15? Uh, Something like that. I want to say around 20. 20? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So then teams like the Trailblazers and the Pelicans who are, you know, trying to make a push for the playoffs. I mean, if I'm the Pelicans, if I'm the Trailblazers, I'm pretty mad that we don't get to finish the regular season. I wonder if that's going to cause any um, any controversy.
2: You know, this is interesting. I did a lot of research on a lot of those teams before this whole entire coronavirus stuff happened because we were planning on doing a segment about, like, the A seed in the West, who's going to get it. But, I mean, yeah, it definitely, it definitely screws over a lot of those teams in the mix for that A seed because a lot of those teams are worthy, and that was going to be super tight. And all those teams are, like, they're, they're really good A seeds. Like, they could give the one seed, the Lakers, right? They run for the their win. money. But, yeah, I, th- I feel like the the Trailblazers and the Pelicans kind of just get gypped if the playoffs start right. right away. Like,
0: how's that fair for the Trailblazers or Pelicans that the Grizzlies get it just because they were better the day that the coronavirus happened?
2: I mean, it's tough. It's not fair, but there's going to be a lot of things that aren't some, fair some At
0: the end of the day, something's going to have to give in every sport for this with this coronavirus. You know, the MLB is probably going to have to shorten their season. Um, you know, the NFL might have to give up OTAs and preseason games. The NBA, who knows what they can do. The NBA and the NHL are lucky because they can play indoors. You know, obviously they get – because, like, baseball, if they, the baseball season gets delayed too much, then you're playing, you know, games that should be played in August and October and it's cold out. And baseball is not a game that you can play when it's 35 degrees
1: out. And that's not well, you meant could, to be played you there. could play every game at the trot.
2: <laughs> Honestly, the NBA – like, just – Shedding back to the NBA. Do
1: you still want to be on the? <laughs>
2: <podcast? laughs> that, that was sarcastic. The NBA has been visiting, like just having one, like maybe getting like a casino or something, just clearing it out and making yeah. a basketball court on it, and just finishing out all the games there. Like yeah. three games a night, I've seen. All yeah, with all the teams, and that'd be interesting. Like obviously, there'd be a lot of testing that has to go through that, and just making sure that everyone's healthy. Like I'm pretty sure that everyone would just be quarantined, yeah. and when you're not quarantined, you're just going straight to the. Site where you're gonna play and then you go straight back. Yeah. There's no messing around with that. So, I mean that's a really tricky situation. I don't know if the NBA is actually gonna do that, but it's an interesting thing to look at.
0: Yeah. Oh, and actually, real quick, there was new news. Uh, the this is actually real news. Uh, Kevin Durant and the other three Nets uh, were clear. They do not display symptoms anymore of COVID nineteen. So good. that's that. We didn't put it in the beginning news because, well, our news at the beginning wasn't really news. It was kind of a April Fool's thing. But no, that is real. Kevin Durant and the other three Nets were. Um, our were cleared and they do not have um, the COVID-19 symptoms.
2: And also that NBA news thing that I said was actually serious on Friday at ESPN. Uh, a couple of NBA players are going to represent their team and they're going to play some uh, 2K on ESPN. I
1: think that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It's yeah. a fun something. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's a fun thing just to keep fans involved and maybe just cure some boredom for a couple hours. And also that uh, The Last Dance is coming out on April 19th. Yep. ESPN is going to air that for uh, week long they're gonna be like two episodes a night I think so that'll be interesting yeah, to watch be, I'm really excited for that when mm-hmm. does that
0: MJ documentary come out yeah that's it that's, that's it. What, when is that though? April 19th it April starts 19th?
2: it's not It's not coming out on Netflix anymore ESPN is just gonna do it like uh-huh. for like a week and then it's gonna do like I said two episodes a night so for like five days so, so
0: yeah. there's like ten episodes to this whole thing yeah
2: ten hours on one season it's wow. gonna be nuts yeah, and there's yeah. gonna, that'll I really
1: think, cure my boredom yeah,
2: yeah there's gonna be a lot of a lot of uh unknown things. What I have you guys been
0: doing so far with your with your break? What have you guys been doing? Video games? Yeah.
1: Yeah. A little bit of homework? Yeah. Uh,
0: Stop lying. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to lie. Our teachers aren't listening to this. Maybe they are. Um, no, it, well, I, I mean, I can speak. I know I've been doing that, too. I've, we, we kind of play some games together. I've been watching some old, like, sometimes you see them, like, like the s Never old classic games yep. have come on. Like, mm-hmm. I sometimes I'll watch some of those, but, um, man this is boring yeah. this, this is not fun and it makes me put everything into perspective of how you know lucky we are as not just Americans but as just being in the, the human race just being able to always go out and do something but now this is taken away from us so now we have nothing to do so it makes it put everything into perspective so alright next on the list now Julian you claim to be an Eagles fan claim I'm an Eagles fan Bob you claim to be a Bills fan yep. we're going to put you guys to the test who wants to go first in the in the quiz? I'll let Bobby go.
1: Okay.
0: All right, Bobby, you're up first. It's a ten question quiz. Uh, Julian, yours is actually fourteen questions. Mm. So, um, but Bobby, you're here. Um, we have ten questions for you, and we're gonna see. Now, what's the number? Out of ten questions, how many does he have to get right for him to actually be a Bills fan? Depends on the questions. I feel like. I feel like if we have to, it, I want to give them a number, let's go
1: eighty percent right now. Okay. I think. Can can like we help each other? Like, would that be cool if like we could help each yeah, other? So do like do
2: Because I feel like a lot of my stuff, if I get, I'll get stuck on the older stuff. Yeah, I That's mean, I, I might not, not know on. a lot of the older stuff, so yeah. we'll see
1: how it goes. So let's go eighty. Let's go seventy percent right now. Okay, I want to see if you can do it on your own. Okay. I hope yeah, you yeah. can. All right. I'll do my best. <laughs> First
0: one, in two thousand, who led the Bills and sacks? And there are choices. Okay. Phil Hansen? Marcelius Wiley? Pat Williams or Bruce Smith? Dang. Who's the third one? Pat Williams. We can skip it if you'd like.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna skip that one. I'm gonna skip the first one.
0: Okay. Uh two thousand one, how many Bills went to the Pro Bowl? Four, five, three, or one. This one's kind of just a guess. Three. Three? Okay. Which team was defeated by the Bills in the AFC Championship game by forty eight points? The Raiders. You didn't even need the choices. Oh. Eric Moltz was the third Bills player to have three straight 100-yard receiving games. Who was the first? What are the choices? Uh, Andre Reed. Do you know who that is? Nope. So we're I'm gonna, we're gonna even skip him if he, if that's right. I won't count it against you. Thurman Thomas or Don Beebe. This one's
1: tough. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Reed. But okay. I know that. Thomas was a good uh, receiving back he was that'd be crazy if it was him yeah
0: Um, question five in what year was Jim Kelly drafted
1: I want to say I think I think it's 85
0: where did Jim
1: Kelly go to college Miami Florida the U that's right
0: I'll just tell you who was the coach before Marv Levy What are the choices? You can see them right here. We got Bob.
1: Okay. um, Uh, Yeah. It wasn't Sabin.
0: It wasn't. Bobby's eliminating Lou Saban. I'm going
1: to go with the first one, Bob Lee. Okay. Three more.
0: Or uh, four more because you skipped the first one. Who? Leahy, maybe? Bob Leahy? Maybe. See if you're right. Dude. Who was the second behind Andre Reid in receptions in 1990? Thurman Thomas, Don Beebe, James Lofton, or... How do you say it? Pete Mizarles? Mazarlers? Dude, we're,
1: we're too young for this. I know. I uh, think I'm going to go B.B. Nope. I'm going to go James Lofton.
2: And uh, I feel like if Mr. Baker's listening, he's oh, answering he's all these. like. This... Oh, he knows him. Bakes, yeah.
1: Ba-
0: ba- we should have
1: Bakes on. So we he should.
2: Mr. I've Baker. Text-
0: him. I've texted him. I'm like, dude, you got to come on.
2: Mr. Baker, if you're listening, you're coming on next episode. We'll talk sure. some NBA.
0: Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. He's Sixers easy. Celtics. You can come on via phone. We did it last time, and it works out fine. Who led the Bills and Sacks in 1984?
1: Now, this one is tough, because I don't know when any of those dudes were drafted. So I think I might go with Tally.
0: In 2005, the NFL Draft, who did the Bills select with their last pick in the draft?
1: Oh, no. This one's tough. Yeah, this one's really tough. I'm thinking...
0: Well, on this website, you could look. It was like easy trivia, average trivia, or hard trivia. The easy trivia is like, like stupid easy. Yeah. Like, I don't know, what are the colors of the bills? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like stupid, dumb, third grade trivia. And average was... I don't know. There was too many. So easy this ones. is hard. This is this is the. I hard think one.
1: I might go with Roscoe Parrish, but I'm not very confident in that. Okay, that's who I would have picked. But I don't know. So last one, the first one you skipped oh, yeah, in yeah. 2000. Who led the Bills in? I'm Spence. gonna go with Hanson,
0: uh, Phil Hanson. Yeah. All right. If you got a hundred on this. I don't know. No, I didn't. You got one, two, three, three correct.
1: Yeah, I had no idea. Now I gotta tell you something. I don't feels. think that was fair.
0: Yeah. No. I'm gonna pull up a different quiz for you. And we'll do that, go, so do that next. episode. I'll yeah. be fine.
1: I'll be fine with that. Let's go on to Julian. I'll help him out a little bit. All right. No, I don't need help. I want help. All him. right. All right, but I'll, I'll read him now. Here, I'll, I'll scooch over
2: here. <laughs> Got some tight quarters in the TVJ Sports Podcast. Yeah, we we're gotta, not... stay, we gotta stay six feet away though. Yeah, I
0: don't know if we're doing the six feet thing totally right. Yeah. Which Eagles player made a made, had a movie made about him called Invincible? Jerome Brown, Vince Papel, Reggie White, or Brian Dawkins? I want to go Reggie White. Reggie White. How many Super Bowls have the Eagles been to? Two. How many NFL championships have the Eagles won? Oh, NFL championships won. When did the Eagles change their uniforms to the dark green they have now? 2004, 1996,
2: 1991,
0: or 1999? I'm going to go 96. Okay. Actually. You want to change it? I'll keep 96. Okay. What were the Eagles previously called? The Philadelphia Yellow Jackets, Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, Pennsylvania Eagles, or the Pittsburgh Eagles? I know when they you were combined with Pittsburgh, I know they were the Steagles. Yeah, that's... I remember, I knew, I knew that trivia, but I don't know this one.
2: I, I'm i thinking between the first two, and I want to go the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets
0: because I don't think they would be to Philadelphia yet. Okay. Which of these numbers is not retired by the Eagles? 15, 92, 33, 60, or 99. Is there someone
1: on the Eagles right now that's 99? No. No. I don't want. Reggie was 92. Maybe it is. Mm. This one's tough because there's five choices. I want to I go. I know. I don't like that there's five.
0: I know
2: 15 is.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, I want to go, go 60. I feel like I've seen an Eagle wear 60 this year. Okay.
0: What year did the Eagles last play at the vet? 2007, 2002, 97, 2004, or they're still playing at the vet?
2: They play the lake now.
0: Yeah. I'll go 97. 97? Yeah. In 2010, the Eagles beat the Redskins on Monday Night Football and scored the most points in Monday Night Football. What was the number of points they scored? Hang on, before you do it, I want to read the choices. 62, 52, 55, 59, or 6,842.
2: No, I'm just going to go off a little bit. Probably my favorite play in Eagles history happened in this game. It was like the opening play of the game, Michael Vick to Deshaun Jackson, just a straight bomb. That's my favorite play in Eagles history. But I I think it's
0: 52. You don't think it's (laughs) 6,842? No, no, it's close. I heard it was a blowout, so... Um, speaking of the Redskins in 2010, which quarterback did the Eagles trade to the Redskins in the 2010 season? McNabb, Michael Vick, Nick Foles, or Randall Cunningham? Wait,
1: are we allowed to say Redskins? <laughs> I think so.
0: McNabb. Washington. Because I know that McNabb, I was, you said?
2: Yeah, I know. Kind okay, of Cunningham didn't play in
0: 2010. All right, uh, here we go. What was the 1978 play mm. against the Giants called? Miracle at the Meadowlands. By winning the 1960 NFL Championship, what did the Eagles do? Gave Vince Lombardi his only playoff loss, won their fifth straight title, won a trip to Disney World. They didn't win the 1960 title.
1: That one's tough.
0: Yeah, I th- I'm
1: pretty sure it was in 60 that they won it. Because uh, that was when the Bills won the the uh, AFL championship, too. In 60? Yeah.
2: Uh, it's, I feel like it, they won it in 62. Honestly. But I don't know. What do you think? Would Vince Lombardi be plausible? I don't hate it going to Vince Lombardi gave Vince Lombardi his only playoff loss yeah but I'm not confident on that one that's either that or that they didn't win the 60 title
0: which player wasn't a first round draft choice Brandon Graham Donovan McNabb Deshaun Jackson or Fletcher Cox Deshaun Deshaun Jackson yeah okay what was the name of the 1990 Monday Night Football game in which the Eagles injured eight Redskins players? <laughs> I've never. Not- <laughs> uh, that's kind of weird. Let's see this. Let's see the choices here. Now this is hey, this is a real website. I'm not making these questions up. The skin game, kill the skins game, the body bag game, the deadskins. I'm, I'm, I gonna don't go like with, I'm gonna go with
2: the Deadskins game because that I know that like I know that the Eagles fans refer to the Redskins as the Deadskins sometimes. Yeah.
0: That's um yeah. It's probably the best one out of the body bag game. Well, wow, we oh, just talked goodness. about this one too. There we go. In nineteen forty three the Eagles and the Steelers merged into one team. What was it called? Seagulls. I knew that before you said it. Third one. Oh. Right there. There we go. Oh yeah, that one's spelled wrong. Alright, here we go. You got eight of fourteen of them correct. So let's see which. Yeah, let's see. What I can. can we look? Oh, here we go. Um, the oh, first wow. one. I you know
2: I I was thinking about that. Was Vince, Papel.
0: Okay. Um, the other one you got. Uh, how many NFL championships have the Eagles won? Oh
1: yeah, we didn't three. even think they, about they it. They won two. Well, yeah, because no, they won three. They won three because um. No, that's what I meant. 30. We didn't even think about it before the merger. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, which number is not retired by the Eagles? Uh, the right answer is 33. Okay. Oh, Josh Adams wore that when he played for the Eagles.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. He, he wore that a couple years ago.
0: What year did the Eagles last play at the vet? It was 2002. Yeah, I didn't. Um, that was when I was born. The Monday Night, yeah, the Monday Night Football game, uh, the most points was 59. I knew it was in the 50s. Uh, in the the Redskins one, it was uh, the body bag game. Wow, I was kind of making fun of that one. So can I be a real fan? I think the that Sounds got... like you're more of a fan of, yeah, one that's of the Yeah, t- I'm disappointed in myself. Honestly. I think the ones
2: I got wrong were pretty. Dude, I can
0: give you a real quick one right now.
1: Nah, it's fine. We'll How do it, we'll do it next week. Yeah, do do next week. We'll do, I'll do another Eagle Dude, team. We're only at thirty six minutes right now, man. This is very unprecedented of us. I know. Yeah, you know, we're not very, we're not very prepared. Yeah, let's do it. Let's
0: do it. You want to do one? Which one? I'll yeah. let you pick the one that you want to do. There's a bunch of quizzes here on this quiz. It's FunTrivia.com. Would you? Be we're alone? just, we're just ad living right now. Yeah. This is, this is
2: great. Yeah, this is us. This is raw T V J This TBJ. is,
0: this is yeah, uncut. Yeah. No edit. We don't need edits. How close yeah.
2: would you be to a Sixers one? Do you want to do a Sixers one? Yeah, let me do a Sixers one after Bobby. All we right. got time, man. Dude, we got
0: time. Dude, right, what man. does it matter?
2: Hey, everybody's quarantined. They're bored.
0: Dude, they're, I saw a thing on on our Anchor app that people listen to our podcast in. They have... We, 2% of our listeners are from Sweden. Hey,
2: if you're from Sweden, Sweden give us... Shout out. Yeah, add us on Twitter or something. We need to know who you are. Yes,
0: and, like, spread it, like, to all of Sweden. And we want <laughs> all of Sweden listening to TBJ talk.
1: Did you pick one, Bobby? Yeah, I'm trying to... I want to do the Super Bowl history one, but... Okay. Yep. Got it. If I
2: slip up on the sixes one though, I'm gonna get. That's tough. All right, Bob. There are ten questions. questions. Okay. All right,
0: and before we get started, Julian, turn on the fan here in Western New York Studios. Yeah, yeah. It is
2: hot in Western New York Studios. Ooh. You guys have no idea. Back a window,
1: maybe or something.
2: Nah, it'll get too cold.
0: Okay. Something, man. It's that Buffalo April weather. Yeah. Seriously. Um. Do you know what Super Bowl that is? Twenty-five. Okay. Glad you know your Roman numerals. They lost by a point. And Super Bowl. They lost by one point, that's the answer. Uh, the question was, in Super Bowl Twenty Five, the Bills became the first team in Super Bowl history to lose by what? And Bobby is saying one point. The Bills became the first team to achieve all but which of the following in Super Bowl history, and that is lose four yeah. consecutive Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Bobby got that one locked in. In the fir- In the Ooh. Bills' first four Super Bowls, how many coin tosses did the Bills win? Interesting. I'm going to. One, go two, three, or four. It's
2: a 50 50 shot, so I'd go two.
0: Yeah,
1: I think. Mm, right. I think math, I'm going to be confident here. I think I'm pretty confident in this. I think I'm going to go with three. Three? Yeah. Okay.
0: Good math by Julian, man. This quarantine isn't stopping you. Yeah. Shout out, Mrs. Cho. <laughs> yeah.
1: Shout <taught> out all, <laughs> all of our t- statistics. Yes.
0: Right. Um, Bobby, you can go ahead and read this one if you want.
1: Uh, In Super Bowl 26, Bills kicker Brad DeLuzio. Uh, became the first to have to redo the open kickoff. Why did he do this? A streaker ran onto the field. He kicked before the referee, signaled to begin play. He fell down before reaching the ball. The Bills had too many men on the field. Now, Um, any
0: people that are listening like Mr. Baker, I know Mr. Lusinski listens to a lot of our... He knows this answer right now.
1: Yeah, and I'm just too young for this. You picked the quiz. I know I did. (laughs) But I'm not confident. I think I'm going to go with number four. The Bills had too many men on the field, but... Okay. Yeah.
0: If it was he kicked before the ref signaled, that would mean he was right nervous. Oh, yeah. He was really I would, nervous. I You kidding me? Oh. off at the Super Bowl? I know. I know McAfee <laughs> talked about that. It was one of my favorite things he's ever talked about. Uh, against Dallas in the Super Bowl, the Bills became the first team to commit nine of which of the following turnovers, fumbles, fair catches, or dead ball penalties? Mm-hmm. Well, if they did half of these, maybe they win that Super Bowl instead of nine
1: to go with turnovers. I think.
0: You think they had nine turnovers? No. Dead ball penalties. Okay. Yeah.
1: Question six.
0: Um, in the Super Bowl, Don Beebe of the Bills was praised... Oh, I, know, I think I know this one. Yeah. Um, praised for chasing down Leon Lett and forcing a fumble out of the end zone that prevented the Cowboys from breaking which record? I remember they were <laughs> they were losing bad in that game, or something. And Don yeah. Beebe still um, chased him down. Do you know the answer? It's I think that's most points scored in a game. Most points scored in a game? Yeah. I'm just,
2: I'm just going to have a little interruption. I think one thing us Bills and Eagles fans can relate with is we both hate the Cowboys. Yeah. So that's what I love. Yeah. I can mess with you Bills fans.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I wish I, I probably don't hate him as much as every other Bills fan, but, I mean, I don't like him. I don't root for him. However. I, I have
1: no, I don't know. However even though they beat us. As the old adage goes, the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. So
2: I don't think that's how that works.
1: Yeah. No, that, that is that's how it is for me. It's definitely the enemy
2: of my enemy is my friend.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. Question seven.
0: Uh, in Super Bowl twenty six the Bills became only the ninth team to do what in a Super Bowl? Not score a touchdown, give up a defensive touchdown, go scoreless in
1: the first half, or miss two field goals. 26. I'm gonna go with go scoreless in the first half. Okay.
0: Buffalo quarterbacks Jim Kelly and Frank Reich did tie Cowboy Hall of Famer Roger Staubach's record for most blank in a Super Bowl game.
1: I'm gonna go interceptions, but I'm not. There's also fumbles on here, so I'm really not that confident because I know that uh, they didn't score that much in those two Super Bowls. So.
0: Okay. Last two. Which of these records was set in? Super Bowl is that twenty eight? Yep. Longest field goal, longest interception return, (laughs) longest field goal attempted, or longest completion?
1: Um, I think we're gonna go with completion. Longest completion by Frank Reich. I'm not uh confident at all in any of these, but. (laughs)
0: Last one. Uh, in Super Bowl twenty six, which Bills starter missed his unit's first two plays because he couldn't find his helmet?
1: Every time I talk to Mitch and like we're talking about the bills or something, he always brings up the story. And it's, it's Thurman Thomas, and he's like, you know why? You know why? Cause he, it's because he couldn't find his helmet. And I'm like, dude, you tell me this every single time we talk about <laughs> it. So that's the only reason I knew, I know that.
0: Now, Bobby, you have no excuses to get, because you picked the quiz, man. So now we're going to find out yeah, if you are more... Still not
1: confident.
2: Before you get the results, Bobby, I looked it up, and uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend is an ancient proverb, which suggests that two opposing parties can or should work together against a common enemy. <laughs> I looked up the enemy of my enemy is my enemy, yeah, nothing. that's
1: mine No, no, that's what I'm saying <laughs> No, so no, but like it? Nothing
2: Yeah, you just change it up
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying that No, you like said it was well a well-known I said it was phrase. my uh Known adage It's my it's my motto, actually Bobby How many do you think you got like right? Like three
0: Four okay. Average test Average score is a six But you got four of them right uh, It was the longest field goal made uh-huh. uh, I knew it
1: was fumbles Fumbles
0: lost You know, I'm going to give you a point for that no, I'm not. No, you're um, Dallas Bills became the first team to commit nine turnovers. Knew it. Made me change my answer. I will give you that one then. Um, he kicked so, before the referee signaled Yeah, so it he was the probably super so the the field or the Bills kicker kicked before they uh, they gave him the signal. Um, they won two coin tosses, so Julian's math was right. Fifty yeah, fifty shot. Yeah. Um. How oh, is that one wrong?
1: That's just silly.
0: Yeah, no, that one's not wrong. I, I mean, be- it's not right. I mean, they're both right. Yeah. So we're not even gonna read that to you. Don't. Unbelievable. Don't use funtrivia.com. Terrible website. Terrible. Um. Okay, so you guys want to do um? Let's do our trivia first, and then we'll go to your trivia because I gotta pull it up. I gotta find an e- a neat 76 Seventy quiz. Wait, what trick? Oh, we're doing R. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. All right, so we'll go to uh, Raw Uncut. Raw Uncut TVJ Talk. We're very dysfunctional today. <clears throat> Am I going first? Yeah, you can go first. All right, Jeez. per usual. Uh, where's our score sheet? That's somewhere over here. I mean, we are just all over the place today. There we go. And I don't care. I don't Got care. This notes. is who we are usually. I don't care.
1: Um. Okay, here we go. Trivia. There have been many transfers who have won the Heisman Trophy, not Joe inclu- Burrow. not including this year's winner Burrow. Who were the three most recent winners who were transfers? I got one. I got. Uh, I think I have three. Okay. I have three. You have any you got you? Want, I have you Baker. Want, you want some hints? I have Baker. Okay. And then I have Cam. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. And, and I think
1: the other one's Kyler. Do you want some hints?
2: I, I don't. I'm not totally confident about Kyler
0: yeah Kyler's the one that I'm not sure about but I know Baker and Cam you want some hands go for it
1: yeah uh, all quarterbacks mm-hmm. thanks and all were number one picks
0: I mean Kyler kind of them still makes sense yeah I'm trying to think
2: of if Goff or Winston or those guys were.
1: Goff didn't win it
0: oh Stafford yeah down there Stafford. that's right Goff didn't, didn't, didn't win either. it I'm trying to think of number one picks that were quarterbacks
2: Winston never did it. Right, Winston won
0: it. Yeah,
2: but Winston wasn't. A he, transfer, no, he was
0: Florida State. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think he was. Florida, th- he was a transfer. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to influence your decisions. So right. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll let you guys talk it
0: out. <laughs> I don't know because I he, he played baseball at Florida State. <laughs> he too, did, yeah, right? yeah. He
1: was a uh, no. Baseman. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he. No, I, I think, think he, he was either. there. Okay, so final answers. Uh, I, let's do it. Go with Kyler. Kyler Baker and Cam. Yep. Uh, Cam obviously from Florida. That was all. That was it. Yeah, we got them all right. Uh, yeah. uh, Baker, Texas Tech, and uh, Kyler Murray uh, was a freshman at Texas A&M, and he got the start ahead of Johnny Manziel when Manziel was suspended for a quarter uh, due to you know him being himself. Yeah, did, yeah. Uh, and then he transferred to Oklahoma to be uh, Baker's backup. So you guys both got that one right. Okay. You know what? I gotta.
2: I'm gonna change my trivia. Okay. I had a trivia written up, but I just saw something really cool on my uh, Instagram. So, who's next?
1: You or him? Me, I'll
2: be. Yeah, yeah, Julian, go for it, man. What famous basketball shoe was released in game in nineteen eighty-five on this day?
1: A really good feeling in eighty-five. I would. Mm. Hmm. Can you repeat it? I'm sorry. What
2: famous shoe was released on court? on this day in 1985.
1: I mean, right away, I just want to say the Air Jordan one, but I don't know. Some type of
0: Jordan, you'd think,
1: right? Yeah, but uh, do we have choices? Do we have hints or something? He said he just saw
2: it, so he probably yeah, doesn't. True. I, I can think of some hints.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty confident
2: in that. Uh, I'd go with that. This player was fined every time he wore this yeah. shoe mm-hmm.
1: But um, for a little bit. I don't know if it's the one or not.
0: Dude, I don't know any of that. I just know it's a Jordan. There was an ad about it, actually. Uh huh. I just I have no idea. Which I'm not a big shoe guy. I wear one pair of shoes for like three years. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't no, no,
1: know. Yeah, I think I'm gonna lock in the Air Jordan One. Final answer. Yeah. Sure. You're
2: yeah. right. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's is, like that is that one. is probably the best basketball shoe ever. Like, obviously not for playing, but just like pretty easy, like yeah, most iconic. Easily. Yeah. Um. All
0: right. Here we go. This is mine, here we go, boys. Ready? Prior to Dak Prescott, who was the last quarterback to throw twenty touchdown passes in each of their first four seasons? Do we have any hints? I can um, give you choices. Choices. Okay. Matt Ryan,
1: Eli Manning, Andrew Luck, or Derek Carr? Dark Horse there immediately is Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh Andrew Luck was Drafted to a pretty bad Colts team, so I'm thinking not him. I like Matt Ryan as a choice. I like too. Matt Ryan too. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a good one. I like that Thomas.
0: Shout out! I know you guys don't like him, but uh, Colin Coward does trivia every day, and um, the last two ones I've gotten from him, he actually does. He actually has pretty good trivia on here. I liked this one a lot when I saw it, and I did. I, by the way, just so you guys know, I did get it right on pure guessing. Uh
1: hmm so. Can you read them one more time? We got Matt the choices, Ryan, Matt
0: Ryan, Eli Manning, Andrew Luck, Derek Carr,
1: Eli too.
0: Yeah, you a good one. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm gonna go with Matt Ryan. Uh, I won't say the same as you, just because I want a little bit more of a chance. Like I wanna, just wanna, I wanna say Matt. Uh, I wanna say Matt Ryan, but you know what?
0: Matt Ryan. And you are who is it? Yours again? He's Matt Ryan. You guys are both Matt Ryan. Yeah. Matt Ryan is 100% incorrect. Yeah. Um, it, it is, in 2014,
1: Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah, first, first, you know, yeah. Yeah. Immediately, I, I knew it, because I, I, I knew that, you know, of those, th- the first three, I thought it was going to be Eli, and I knew it wasn't Andrew Luck, but Derek Carr was one I immediately. And,
0: re- and real quick, more just uncut, just go with the flow of oh, today. Yeah. I saw this on the uh, Bills Instagram. For Bill's tailgate, it's this or that. So if you're going to an NFL game, this or that, what would you rather have? So ready, the first one. Burgers or hot dogs?
2: Burgers. Burger.
0: Nice. Um, This one, I'm going to play. It's cornhole or frisbee, but I'm going to replace frisbee with just playing catch with a football. Catch.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's tough, actually. See, I out. suck at cornhole. So See, I'm like, nice at cornhole. Yeah, so I, 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 I like, so I like nice. cornhole. I think I'm going to go with cornhole, but you could also say frisbee and can jam. Right. Do you want to do... Are you good
0: at I just, I just love playing catch. <laughs> so I, I don't even care if I
1: was good. I'm just i going to go with Cornhole.
0: Okay. What if I added Can Jam in there? Would that change it for you? No.
1: no. I think I'm going to go with Cornhole. Okay.
0: Um, when you're listening to a tailgate, would you rather listen to music or football talk radio? Music. music. I'll tell you something, though. On the way to the game, I, li- I like to yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, 550, yeah. listen me to them talk too. to the game. But then when I'm at the tailgate, I'm going to get fired up. Yeah. Listen to the Bill shout song, you know, mm-hmm. this and that, whatever. Listen to some no. <laughs> Anything but him. Um, if, he, if you're listening, by the way, I don't like you. I'm talking about DMV. I
2: promise you, the baby's not listening. We'll get him.
0: No. We'll get him to listen. He's definitely. I'll have him sit in our guest chair. He's
2: definitely swimming in our in his
0: money. Probably. He doesn't have time for us. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, camp overnight or arrive the day of. I've never done. I've never. I've never, I've never camped. camped I can, I want to though. Uh-huh. One time, because I know McDermott and Bean, the GM and the head coach, walk around. The night before and they uh say hi to everyone.
1: So I'm, I'm just, down to do that. I'm just that. so used to arriving like what time do you get there for a one o'clock kickoff? For a one o'clock kickoff like ten o'clock, yeah, never ten thirty. Yeah,
0: we're usually time. Yeah. Um would you rather play This will, this is interesting in a parking lot. Tackle football or two hand touch?
1: Two-hand touch. You can't get too messed up. Two-hand touch. I don't want to get rocks in my yeah. head.
0: Well, you know. it depends on how many, you know, Kool-Aids you've had before the game. You know, I see people playing tackle at the tailgate. I mean, they're not Yeah, smart. those are the same people jump through tables. Oh, yeah. Bill's Mafia, man. We know how to do it. Last one here. Zumbas or Jersey? Jersey. Those Zumbas are so ugly. <laughs> it's just so Buffalo and Why not so both? funny. Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> the Bobby's worst combination. Lock- Bobby's locking in both. All right, that was This or That brought to you by... Okay, moving on to uh, 76ers trivia. All right. We don't have sponsors. Um, which 76er led the team in points per game in the 2000-2001 regular season? Okay, I'm just going to go Allen Iverson. I knew not have to look that. Allen Iverson. 76er George Lynch scored his career-high 30 points on March 27th, 94, against what team, the Bucks, Lakers, Knicks, or Trailblazers?
2: You know what? I'll guess the old Knickerbockers.
0: Okay. Which 76er wore number 33 in 2000 and 2001? This is... That's... I don't even know
2: who any of those dudes are.
0: Can you read the first name for me?
2: Pepe Sanchez? That that dude definitely did not play basketball for the Sixers. Uh, I'm going to go Matt Geiger.
0: Okay. 76er guard Raja... Raja? Raja Bell. Okay. Graduated from what college? North Carolina, Florida State, UNLV or Florida International?
2: I'll go UNLV just because I know UNLV was popping back then. What rank is center?
0: Is that Dikembe? Dikembe Mutombo. Oh. Yeah. I only know the last name. Fingerwag. In uh, the NBA for rebounds per game. It's kind of a weird one. 1st, 4th, 3rd or 10th? Where does he rank? Tenth. This is a hard quiz, by the way. What position does 76er Vernon Maxwell play? I don't know who that dude is. You know, I'm going
2: to... Okay, after after I guess for this, I'm going to go look up who Vernon Maxwell is and see how many points he averaged for the Sixers and what year he played. I'll go guard. Okay. Because guard can be... Point guard or shooting guard, so that gives me a higher yeah. chance. So let me let me look them up real quick. Vernon Maxwell.
0: Um, yeah this this quiz I'm I'm not happy with with this quiz. I just clicked on it was like the first or second one down, and this is what we landed on. Um,
2: he played for the Sixers for one year. Huh. <laughs> he actually let me see what he averaged with the Sixers. He actually didn't average it that bad.
0: I thought he was like your favorite player. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well,
2: he averaged like 12 points over his career. I don't know what he averaged for the Sixers, but obviously not that
0: good if he was only there for one year. Huh. Which 76 Sixer was part of the National Honor Society when he was a high school student? <laughs> this is so dumb. This is a dumb one. I'm not, we're not, Eric
2: Snow, because I've heard of Eric Snow. Well, I, I've heard of Matumbo too, but I don't
0: That's dumb. Stupid question. Which 76 Sixer led the team? In, why is that word giving me trouble? Which 76er led the team in most minutes per game? Iverson. What number did 76er Kevin Ali wear in 2000, 2001? 21, 15, five or 10?
2: Not 15 because that's retired.
0: 21, I guess. Which two 76ers are the alma mater of the same college? Mm. I actually don't mind this one. Yeah, I don't mind this one either. Uh,
2: trying to think of if Matumbo went to um Georgetown or not I'll go I'll go I'll never see Matumbo. see how much of a fan you are probably not that well because those are all dumb
0: got 50% that's actually pretty impressive (laughs) all right let's go to our uh, top five list here on uh talk kind of an interesting episode um so much of uh, talk, just more trivia. Yeah, TVA TV trivia. Very trivia-driven show today. Uh huh. Very trivia-driven. So, tuned. um, we got comeback stories today for uh, any team, really. Just um, you know, down something in a series or or whatnot. So, uh, let go, Julian or Bobby? You guys, know, which one? Let's go first, Nick Bobby. I'll go for it. Go go go. right. yeah. Bobby's
1: going first. Uh, this Bobby is in Phineas Atlas. Do you remember the name Phineas? No, no. It, this is really isn't in any particular order. Um, these are just like ones that I thought of like almost right off the top of my head. Uh, the first one that I wrote down was Reggie Miller and the Indiana Pacers shaving off an 8-point lead, uh, sorry, deficit in 11 seconds to beat the Knicks. Uh, immediately when I think of that, I... I think of Reggie Miller doing the the choking. Uh, Let's talk about that. The choking symbol at uh, at Spike Lee, and that was just like really really iconic uh, in the late '90s NBA. Uh, and that was one that I thought of like almost immediately when I knew that we were going to talk about this. Uh, next up, we have the uh, Philadelphia Flyers overcoming a three-game deficit to uh, reach the Cup. They were losing uh, three games to none uh, against the Boston Bruins. Um, obviously, a uh, really good team that they had to play in the Cup uh, with the Blackhawks, but um, you know Flyers came back from on, uh, which what seems impossible, a 3-0 deficit uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals and reached the Cup. Uh, next up we have the Red Sox 3-0 deficit in the 2004 ALCS. I know Thomas didn't want to talk about this because it's still so a touchy subject um, You know, 16 years later. But uh, that was a crazy, crazy thing, and I knew that I had to put it on my list because it wasn't just about that series; it was about the series prior from last year, like Aaron Boone and the uh, then the fight for Alex Rodriguez in the off season. Uh, obviously, Donny Damon uh, and. That was Kurt Schilling's year. Yeah, uh, that was
0: the year. They were down 3-0, yep. and then Dave Roberts, who's now the manager for the Dodgers, yep. stole second, and that jump-started everything. Mm-hmm, that was Mariana the Mariano blew the save. Um, Ortiz had a walk-off. Um, yeah, Schilling's bloody sock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon's grand slam in, games, in Game 7. Yeah. And uh, I know I saw a thing. They um, they won that World Series, obviously breaking the curse of the Bambino. They won the World Series in like 1912, 1915, 1916, 1918. They, they were like the... The um the Yankees really, and then obviously they traded away Babe Ruth to the Yankees, Chris the Bambino, and then they came back and finally won, and they won it in St. Louis. Yep, yeah, I it, know I'll return the favor. Yeah, that um, they in St. Louis on a full moon, so that yeah. was kind of you know eerie thing that happens in uh, in sports. So um yeah, still still a very sore subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad.
1: Uh, next up, I know that uh you know the big one is. Uh, the Cavaliers coming back from 3 three1 in the finals but I'm, I let Julian have that one so I picked out uh, Golden State down 3-1 against uh Oklahoma City uh, that was the that was their year I mean that was like the uh, the magic year basically for the for the Warriors you know best record ever in NBA history and then they're down three1 to Kevin Durant and uh, and Russell Westbrook in the in the uh, Western Conference Finals and to come back from 3-1 is unheard of you know at any round in the playoffs but to do it in the conference finals is insane, and then the Cavaliers returning the favor, coming back three one in in the NBA finals is is even crazier. And then my last one is pretty easy, uh, one of the best uh, playoff comebacks in NFL history: the uh, Buffalo Bills, nineteen ninety three Wild Card game, um, twenty eight deficit, uh, sorry, twenty eight points uh, unanswered uh, in the second half, and that was just a crazy, crazy uh, game that I've watched. You know especially in this quarantine i watched that game and that comeback is just insane one of my favorites to watch
0: good list uh, a lot of ours are the same number five for me i had the flyers coming back from 3-0 to beat the bruins um i think i, I think that was on nhl network the other day One of i think it was game seven when it was 3-3 that was um that was a good one number four uh the chicago cubs come back against 3-1 versus the indians i remember um that was a great series. I remember when Rajay Davis hit that home run against Chapman, then there was a rain delay, and then they finally won in, like, 11 innings maybe. And, um, yeah, that was a really good one. And yep. for them to – the lovable losers, the Chicago Cubs, and for them to be able to win uh, that series was great. Number three, since I didn't put the Red Sox on there, just because it pains me, even though it probably is one of the best, if not the best comebacks, oh, it still still hurts. But, um, I know um, I'm going to put the Patriots come back from 28-3 um, on there when they uh, came back and beat the Falcons, and me and Bobby were talking about this before we came on air. Um, they could have kneeled every single play, oh, yeah. and they would have won. Mm-hmm. But um, Kyle Shanahan uh, and, Dan Quinn, and Dan law, Quinn yeah. you know, decided to, well probably more do- uh, Shanahan since Quinn's more of a defensive guy. And then you can say he kind of did the same thing
1: uh, in this Super Bowl. Yeah. So,
0: um, shout out Kyle Shanahan, great coach, but not the best decisions in big moments. Uh, number two, I have the Cavs coming back from uh, the three to one against the Warriors. I remember watching. Uh, I remember Game Seven. It was like a, it's like an eighty, like a ninety one eighty nine win. It wasn't that high scoring for an NBA game. I remember that for their Game Seven. It was like pretty low scoring. Mm-hmm. That was a good series. I remember watching that. That was that was really good. Um, and then number one, um, no shocker, Bills come back against Houston. Just awesome. Just fantastic and. The one that I, and again, that I refused to put on, but it was great, was the, maybe not even, a, I guess we could say it's top five, probably not, that was the Minneapolis Miracle. Mm-hmm. Or Music City Miracle, sorry. Yeah. Um, actually, Minneapolis Miracle, that was a good one, too. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, that was, there, there's been a lot of great comebacks in sports, and that's one of the things that I love about sports, is like the underdog stories. Julian, what do you got for your top five? All
2: right, so at five, Bobby touched on this a little bit, I got the Pacers, a.k.a. Reggie Miller, coming back from an eight-point deficit was it eight point? It was yeah, eight point eight, deficit, eight eight point point deficit in the playoffs against the Knicks in eleven in eleven seconds. It was eleven seconds? Reggie Miller scored eight points in nine seconds. Yes. And yeah, as Bobby touched on that, that's just a iconic moment in sports. Just that, just the Reggie Miller and Spike Lee rivalry in its like whole. That's just such a great story. You know, Reggie Miller like a talk. Reggie Miller's probably one of my favorite NBA players of all time, just because of you know a little cockiness to him. I love that. And uh, four, I got the Bills coming back against the Oilers. Uh, they already touched on that, so I'm not even going to say anything about that. Three, I got uh, another thing from Bobby. Golden State coming back from 3-1 to to advance to the NBA Finals. And me, as a Kevin Durant fan, Kevin Durant got me into the NBA basketball, so I just follow him a lot. Obviously, I'm a Sixers fan first, but Kevin Durant's my favorite player. But, uh, yeah, watching every game of that series, I really thought the Thunder was gonna, were going to can that one in and then Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, just they're unstoppable. Probably one of the.
0: What could the Thunder have done differently in that series to stop? Like what? Like obviously Uh, they're a great team, but what did they do wrong? Russell Westbrook could stop shooting a million shots. Oh,
2: that's that was my evaluation. That was the the reason. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, had that three, two. Got the Patriots (laughs) coming back from twenty-eight to three. That was just insane to watch. And obviously, I got a bunch of Bills fans on here, so I won't touch on that too much. And that one, I got the Cavs coming back down three-one. I remember watching that Game Seven in my room, and just after they won, seeing LeBron getting interviewed and just saying, "Cleveland, this is for you." You know, just ton of emotions in that game for LeBron coming back and finally winning a championship for his hometown. So that was that's just a really good story. Is
0: that block that he had? Is that like one of the most? Is that the most iconic play in Cavs history? That block was awesome. Oh. Easily definitely, cast. yeah, yeah. In Cavs, awesome. history, in Cavs history, definitely. Yeah, there's not much to choose from there, is there? No. no, no. Yeah, that wasn't great. I remember watching that. that was, I remember seeing him come in and hit that ball. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. LeBron definitely has all the plays, all the best plays. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so. yeah. just like, roll his Maybe Kyrie a little. a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, That was an interesting show, kind of a little ad-lib, little trivia. So, um. Our thanks to uh, Maddie Seeley, our director of graphic design, Meg Buzal, our director of social media, and Ms. Mahar, our audio supervisor, Thomas Baia, Julian Andriola, and Bobby Atlas saying so long from our Western New York studios, and tune in next time. Stay safe, everybody. Uh, listen to uh, your local officials, and have a great rest of your day.